All right, welcome to Laugh Lines, a show that combines very funny people with my very serious gambling addiction. We discuss and dissect pop culture through the perverted, depraved, and sinful lens of gambling. Joining me now, as she does every week, my co-host, also my co-host for Fox Bet Live, Rachel Bonetta. What's happening, Rachel? Hey, pal. How are you? Good to see you. I'm good. You're hearing a buzz, and uh, I don't know. I, I can't hear it, but it's like you and my, there's like seven people on here. Two of them can hear the buzz, but I'm- You're just gonna, gonna draw attention to it. If oh, you didn't yeah. say anything, then I, I would've forgotten about it. All right, we'll plow through it. Hey, We're you fine. are a big, you are living large here because your UCLA Bruins are in the oh. sweet 16. Oh, And boy. it's also been about 16 minutes since you rooted for the <laughs> UCLA Bruins. So that's appropriate. What's, what is your beef with this? What is your <laughs> problem with me liking a basketball team. <laughs> well, there's just one problem, and it's it's how it came about and how recently <laughs> it came about. I guess there's two problems. Explain to everyone why okay. you, uh, your infatuation, what died, what attracted you to this team. Just like everybody else during COVID, I decided mm-hmm. to go and take a class and learn something new. I'm a college dropout. I was like, hey, maybe I can get some more credits. I'll get mm-hmm. my college bullshit, whatever. I can send it to my mom. That's great. I signed up for a UCLA extension class that requires no former anything. And it was like, uh, it was like a, a script writing class, like a pilot writing class. Mm-hmm. And uh was so excited about it. Logged on. I was just, I announced to the world. I'm like, I'm a Bruin UCLA. Send me your merch. Like I am all in. And <laughs> it was one of those classes. There was no video. It was all just like written shit that you had to read through and i gave up after like two classes so you there were two classes and which means you didn't even show up for the second class there was two classes no i did show up for the second one because i remember you had to submit your pilot idea Uh, so like oh this is a show that i kind of want to like loosely work on you don't want to like you know uh and everyone shit on my idea so i was like fuck Screw oh, they all did? these people. I'm out of here. Really? And yet you still root for the basketball team. You still, there's a Well, fondness. because it wasn't the school that screwed me over. It was its students. <laughs> so stupid. Why not just <laughs> enroll at Harvard and, and then drop out? Like, uh, like Matt Because the Damon only did. like free is the, well, I don't know. I guess that's a good point. I should probably look into if Harvard has any classes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. If, if the yeah. idea is that uh, your mother I know could be my friend, our friend Julie Stewart Binks did that. She took like a politics class that was free at Harvard this did she past really? summer. Yeah, so I guess that's she's the way a, to do it. She's a Harvard alum. Yeah. All right. Well, I have to say, as far as it stacks up with your fandom, you became a Cleveland Browns fan just because you watch Hard Knocks. So I guess. Um, but the what's wrong? Okay. Low. Can we actually have a real conversation about this? Like, I, don't I think feel so. like people who come into teams mm-hmm. in, in anything other than like being born into this fandom, people mm-hmm. have a problem with it. But like, what's wrong with just picking up a new hobby and something that you like as an adult? What's wrong with that? I do feel, I, 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 I have to agree with you because I'm a Dallas Cowboys fan and I only went to Texas for the first time like 11 years ago. But since <laughs> I was five years old, I've been a Cowboys fan because I fell in love with the team colors and the cheerleaders and the show Dallas and just the well, Danny White. Those and the, are the, all stupid reasons yes, to like a football exactly. team. I, I Watching guess the, Hard Knocks is a better reason to love a football team. Probably me now would, would make fun of me as a kid but uh yeah i think you're right but if you live in la and you're just gonna pick a team it's a it's quite a stretch to go browns just out of nowhere as an adult 
I'm not going to change my, I love, I legitimately oh, no, no. love the Browns. Now. Please. That's not I'm not gonna, asking you to change. That's not going to happen. <laughs> but UCLA and you're starting to watch the games now. <laughs> you actually are now tied to this team. What's wrong? I don't understand what's I'm wrong. I'm asking with you a question. Uh, other, other, otherwise, it would be so boring to go through March Madness to just right. listen to you guys talk about everything and just talk about the oh, numbers. Like, wow. I think it's so it's so much more fun to be involved and have something at stake. And so, yeah, I started watching the games, and it's been it's yes. more fun than just Look, not having anybody to cheer for. I agree. It's it's been fun. You make uh you make the show more fun this way. Um, uh, but you're a complete fraud. I just need to point that out. <laughs> That's fine. Are you going to donate money to UCLA? No. Why? <laughs> Give them seven hundred bucks. Have you been to the... after two weeks? <laughs> Have you? Oh, really? You never got it back? No. Wow. Did you? Uh, did... Have you ever been on the campus? No. It was an online course. You should go to the campus. It's really nice. Where is it's it? Really nice. <laughs> <laughs> it's in Sacramento. <laughs> Where is it? <laughs> I just mean where physically in Los Angeles. It's in it? Brentwood, but you know, the, uh, or Westwood. Oh, rather. yes, uh, yes, Westwood. I, I have been over there. Um, but I, uh, yeah, I made the joke today that before Monday, you thought John Wooden was a type of finish stole, sold at Restoration Hardware. So yeah, yeah, yeah. you still probably don't know who John Wooden is. Um, but what's <laughs> funny is we run into the halls with a, like an executive, uh, Fox executive who went to USC his whole life is USC <laughs> and he's screaming at you. <laughs> As if you're now like a legitimate enemy of his. <laughs> it's a fun bit. Yeah, it's, it's good. It's been fun. It's really good. Go for it. All right, Rachel, speaking of the NCAA tournament, our guest yeah. today is the only person other than Jesse Eisenberg who could say he played in the NCAA tournament and has been nominated for an Oscar. Whoa. Not, not Jesse. No. He's a comedian. He's a writer. He's a sneaker aficionado. Trayvon Free is here. What's happening, Trayvon? What's up, Sal? How's it going, Rachel? What's going on? Let me tell you something. I watched that movie, and I think Rachel did last yeah, night, we too. Both did. You wrote and directed uh, and are now nominated for a live action short film, Two Distant Strangers. And I can't say enough about this thing. That thing. <laughs> I, it was so freaking heavy and uh I loved it. And it, mm -hmm. it it must have been it must have been difficult to make. I don't want to give anything away, but there's a little groundhog day element and a little um uh boys in the hood. I don't know. There's a lot going on. How would you describe it? There's Joey it? Badass, who I have been obsessed with for so long. Rachel loves Joey Badass. Yeah, yeah Joey, Joey is great, man. No, I, I mean Groundhog Day is a great is is literally, you know, that's the yeah. trope. That's the the device we use to tell the story and um it's it's been like it's taken on a life of its own because you know when we made it we had high hopes for it obviously and everything that's happened has just blown us away from you know the quotes that people have, have given us about it and the mm -hmm. you know being nominated for an oscar um you know for a movie we made last summer <laughs> yeah is is so crazy eight months later um, and I'm, I'm just, I'm so, so proud of it and so happy that people have been responding to it the way they have. You should be. Yeah. Can I, can I ask you where, where were you walk us through the moment that you found out that you were nominated for an Oscar? Like that must've been so crazy. I mean, I was sitting right here. I was, I was, mm. it was five in the morning and I had the, uh, the Academy announcement thing queued up on right. because they did it live on YouTube and me and my, my co-director, his wife and, and my girlfriend were all sitting here watching it, waiting to hear if wow. I could be called. And, and that was probably one of the, 
craziest, longest days of my life. <laughs> <laughs> That's so exciting. Did That's your awesome. co-director and his wife, did they sleep over? They spend the night before or they just yeah, came they, over? Oh, they, they did. Over. Yeah, they oh, stayed. You're all in the same bed. Oh, that's great. That's <laughs> oh, that's fun. Well, you deserve uh, every bit yeah, of it. It's and I have not seen the other nominees, but I think uh, I think you have a really, really solid chance here. I'll be sending out the Vimeo link and the password <laughs> to uh, to everyone who, it'll, who it'll wants be, to see it. It'll be out for everybody to watch really soon. That's right. Okay. Uh, this is great. And you also played uh, college basketball, right? We got the NCAA tournament right now. Wait, did um, Jesse Eisenberg really play in the tournament, or were you just making that up? What's that? No, I was making that up. <laughs> you know what? I was looking through. I had the uh, intro uh, like half written. I was like, who would be a funny person to pair with uh, Trayvon as another player? No, we, were actually trying to, yeah. we were trying to figure out if there was someone else who had played in the tournament and also was like somewhere in Hollywood, like doing yeah. something interesting. Uh, but I'm not, I've not heard or met anyone who... I feel like there has to be somebody, right? But I think uh, Dame Judy Dench was a walk-on for uh, <laughs> oh. Tennessee back in the '63 <laughs> or something. Work. No, I, I I don't even know. I don't know. But you did play. Where did you play? Cal State, uh, Long, Beach, yeah. Long Beach, right? Yeah. Okay, right, right, right. And you made it to the NCAA tournament. I, I know uh, you told yeah. the story on my cousin Jimmy Kimmel's We're show. Twelve. You were the five twelve, which normally produces an upset. You know there are four of them, obviously. Yeah. Uh, there was one upset, uh, one twelve seed, the Oregon State, that advanced this year. But uh, and they beat Tennessee, who I think you played and lost to, right? Yeah, we lost to Tennessee. Yeah. Dang. That game's uh, on YouTube too. We played a good game. It was. It was. <laughs> uh, man, it was one of those games where we played good, they played great. And yeah. Then, that was that was all that all she wrote. It's but we tough. had a good time, man. It's fun. The tournament's amazing, man. And they treat everybody like a first seed. You know, like you get police escorts everywhere you go, so you never have to stop. Which is cool. You get to stay at nice hotels. You get a private jet. Really? Uh, wow. wow. They charter you. They, I don't know if they're still doing that, but they when I was playing, they they charter you a plane for just your team to wow. go to wherever you Maybe it was just you. Yeah. Maybe they're like, hey, we have an Oscar-nominated player here. We, yeah, we have a feeling chair. about this guy. Yeah, nice to do something for student-athletes. We're going to put him on Southwest. Uh, <laughs> wow, well, so that's great. Um, and uh, what what region were you in? You we were in, in uh, the Midwest. We played uh -huh. at uh, Nationwide Arena where Ohio State plays. Uh, okay. All right, that's fun. And uh, I'm sorry, I can't help but I, I, I see your sneakers in the background. That's quite a collection. <laughs> My God. And again, yeah, I know you've uh, spoken about this. What do you do? You keep adding to it. Do you switch shoes out, or is it just? Um, I mean, no, that's great, and you have like, built so this well. Is like half the collection, because I I've just really? moved and here I moved here in December, and I've still been unpacking, and I haven't fully gone through all the boxes yet. But I still have like probably that same amount of shoes still in boxes. Is that like, right? Oh, goals it's, it's so a lot, man. what are you gonna do i i see the setup there it's so neatly um uh laid out are you gonna have to double up on that no i mean i got i got a little room on this wall over here that i'm gonna <laughs> use and then uh the rest of them i might just stash in storage for a little while and swap them out later right i believe it well rotation may, i think yeah. you have to make room for an oscar too so keep that in mind but here's what we're gonna do we are going to take three made-up propositions. We're going to sign them odds like a real Vegas sports book. And then we're going to use that as a launching point to discuss various topics. And then we'll play a little game called Cameo Over Under, and you're going to lose your mind. <laughs> that gets very, very uh, – that's as 
I would say as competitive as a first round matchup in the NCAA tournament. I'll let you decide. Yeah. (laughs) Right. Uh, All right. So sweet 16 this week got us thinking about sweet 16s and, you know, big parties. Um, There was an MTV show, right? Wasn't my, what was it? My secret, my super sweet sweet 16. And I watched maybe every single episode. Why did they stop doing that? That, that seemed like a great show. I feel like they should do a check-in with those girls. They probably all have (laughs) problems now. Oh, that's a great idea. They've crashed their Bentleys. Party's (laughs) over. How many years ago was that? Could that be like from 16 to 26? That was like when I was 16. So So three years ago. No, no. What was (laughs) it? Like 12 years ago, 15 years ago. All right. Well, either way, we thought about it and we want to decide whose Sweet 16 would you have loved to have attended? Is it Kim Kardashian's two to one? Malia Obama, five to one? Billie Eilish, 15 to one? Punky Brewster, also a moon fry at 25 to one. (laughs) or the field at even odds, or uh, Drevon, you could go off the board if you take the field and take anyone that wasn't listed there. Who are you going with? I wanna, you know, I, I thought about this and I want, I wanted to initially take the field, but then I thought like, I feel like Malia Obama's would have been kind of boring. Yeah. <laughs> but but the, the plus is you get to like hang out with her parents, which is yeah. probably- the best, there you go. best part of it. So I'd probably do that just to like get a couple hours with the Obamas just to. Right. Right. She was 16 in the white house, right? Did she turn 16? When yeah. She did, she right? Did. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. I wonder who, who was that? that? That couldn't have been too much fun. Right. It was probably stuffy, but yeah, you're right. <laughs> you get to, you get to talk to Barry sure and Michelle perks. for right. sure. All right. Uh, Rachel, what do you say? Um, like I said, I used to love this show so much, so mm-hmm. much so that when I turned 16 and got like my probably great Christmas or uh, birthday presents, I was so upset with my parents because I was like, where's where's my car? All yeah. these kids get their cars. I get a bottle of perfume. <laughs> what is going on? Mm. Um, Billie Eilish, I feel like I do want to go with, but I would probably feel terrible about myself leaving that party because she's just too. She's so cool mm-hmm. that. I think I would just be bummed out and like just feel like bullied. I'm gonna go Britney Spears. I'm oh, taking the oh, field and oh. I'm going Britney Spears because Britney, when she was 16, was in her prime. Probably like all the celebrities would have been there. It would have mm. been so cool. I really wanted my older brother to date her so that we could be sisters. So I'm gonna go Britney Spears. Get him wow. at with his corn rolls. Oh, all the stars. <laughs> yeah. That'd be fun. Absolutely, yeah. Trayvon and his uh, Sweet 16 got 750 pair of uh, Jordan Nikes in in display right there. That was nice. I don't know what I would... I got to say, at the time, I would have said Debbie Gibson. Little little old for you guys. I love their... What, are you making a fade? You don't know who Debbie Gibson is, Rachel? My God. She grew up on Long Island. I was on Long Island. There you go, looking her up. (laughs) Lost in your eyes. I was infatuated with her. I went to her concert. I had a sign up that said... Kiss me, it's my birthday. I was in the last row, so oh, no one but me dork. could see the sign. It was terrible. But um, I think I'm going to go Soleil Moonfry. Did you see that documentary? That was a fun one. She was friends mm-hmm. with a lot of uh, crazy people, and uh, that was a good time for sure. Uh, Corey Haim, Corey Feldman, although that type of guy, yeah. that was... Uh, Leo. Leo was made some uh, appearances. Charlie Sheen, wasn't it? Yeah, that's a good one. That'd be a lot of fun. All right, Jim, what did Twitter say about this? <laughs> With 30.7% of the vote, Molly Obama. Molly? Molly? Who is that? Malia. Malia? Sorry. So Jesus Molly Christ. Obama. Which, 
How many, Ameri- freak, how many is- terms does he have to survive? It must, it must be a bad connection on the Zoom. I don't know. Yeah, My I internet's so. down. Malia. Yeah, yeah. You and, swallowed it. All right, go ahead. All right, with 28.1% of the vote, Punky Brewster. Right. Mm. Is that how you go. pronounce it? Yeah. And then Kim Kardashian with 26.8% of the vote, and then Billie Eilish with 14.4%. Oh, so it was pretty close. Billie Eilish right. bringing up the rear, man. Yeah, no kidding. Billie Eilish, see, did you guys see that documentary? She seems cool as shit. Is yep. there a documentary on her? I didn't know. Yeah. Well, that followed her for the past like three years. Interesting. She's like a full fledged adult, and it made me feel very bad about my mind. Wow. She just won a Grammy for a song that's in a movie that's not even out yet. Is that right? Yeah. 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 She's, the James she's, Bond one? James she's locked Bond. in. Yeah. She's locked in now. All right. More college basketball themed uh, questions. If you could dress as one NCAA team mascot, who would you choose? Here are the choices. The uh, Cal Santa Cruz banana slug, minus 180. The oh. Purple Eagle, three to one odds. The Damon Deacon of Wake Forest, five to one odds. The Fighting Camel at 10 to one odds. Or the Field at two to one odds. Trayvon, what was your favorite? Who was uh, your mascot when you went to college? We were, we were the 49ers. Um, so oh, nice. We had a, a guy okay. who was, we had a prospector, Pete. Wow. <laughs> who they, who got canceled a couple years ago. <laughs> Is that right? What did <laughs> he, he do? He got canceled because prospectors were like racist and uh, murderers. <laughs> so oh, they, no. They, uh they canceled Prospector Pete. Now it's just the beach, which is not really a mascot. I don't know. I don't know <laughs> the why beach. they made that call. But you just, you just can't be racist. Wow. They took down the statue and everything. He's gone, man. I, I'm seeing now that uh, just a report came out. Prospector Pete found shrimp in his cereal, too. This is, <laughs> this is now this is a big, big scandal. All right. Trevor, what would you go with? I kind of I kind of like the Demon Deacon, man. It's a, it's yeah. a very very interesting costume. I've all even in all the years I've watched college basketball, when someone mentions Wake Forest Demon Deacons, you immediately know what that mascot looks like. It's just yes, kind of. I don't even know what a Demon Deacon is to be honest. It, just, <laughs> it looks cool. I'm not sure what it is either, but I'm going with it as well. I went and it just looks like a curmudgeonly old man like me. And I think during the football games, he's on a motorcycle and it's kind of like get off our lawn visiting team kind of thing. And uh, yeah, it just uh, seems like he should be entertaining people at a convalescent home, Uh, but an otherwise just an innocent man. I don't even want to look into it because I have a feeling there's like a bad background. Like uh, he's going to suffer the same fate as Prospector Pete. Yeah, same thing. All right, Rachel, choose and, and choose carefully. I'm gonna I'm gonna take the field and you're gonna make us think about this, but mm-hmm. you really shouldn't. I'm gonna I'm gonna take I'm gonna take Sister Jean. I know she's not technically <laughs> a mascot, but she is like a spirited mascot. Uh and she represents her team. And I'm gonna go Sister Jean. And so you would dress like her? Don't you think that would be I, I would just become I would embody her whole thing. She's getting her team to win left, right, and center. So I'm yeah, I'm mm. going Sister Jean. No, you have to dress like the question was who you want to That's dress fine. like. Sure, I'll dress like a nun. You're gonna, do sure. it. You're gonna dress she's like got a nun. The cool uh jacket and she doesn't even really dress like a nun. She no, just, she just old. has a jacket on, she has like 37 shawls on her, and yeah. she, she claps. she's got compression socks. Yeah. She seems cozy. There you go. Sister Jean also, uh, I'm changing my vote. That's the sweet 16 I would want to attend. <laughs> I don't oh. know. I heard she did it up. All right, Jim, what uh what are we saying here on Twitter? The 35.7% of the vote, the fighting camel. Wow. Oh, oh, that name he could say. And That's then <laughs> and then the banana slug at 31 percent and the demon deacon at 25 percent. And then the purple eagle, 8.3 percent. 
Hold on. Who is the fighting camel? I know I had it here or something. What school is it? Campbell? Amble? That's right. The Campbell fighting camels. What a terrible mascot. Yeah, that's yeah, pretty that's bad. bad. That's pretty bad. Oh, they. The, it's called the fighting camel, but their mascot is listed on Wikipedia as Gaylord the camel and Gladys the camel. So it's a, <laughs> it's a, it's a couple, I guess. I don't know what goes on. All right, we have one more of these. Let me read it here. Last one is, oh, so we also have Biden falling up the stairs. It, it's just cringe, <laughs> right, when it happens. It's like when it happens poor, to Trump, we're boy. like, ah, look, he's got toilet paper on his shoe. What an idiot. But then Biden falls like, oh, my God, please just hang on. What are you doing? <laughs> but it was not it was not necessarily a smooth uh, move. No, it <laughs> was a bad one. Yes, it got us thinking, though, what is the smoothest move in presidential history? Is it? Marilyn Monroe singing to JFK. Oh, that's tough to beat. Two to one odds. Obama with the buckets, just draining them. Multiple occasions, four to one odds. George W. Bush throwing out the first pitch after 9-11 at Yankee Stadium, five to one odds. Or Donald Trump tossing paper towels during the <laughs> Puerto Rican. What was that? That was a, a hurricane, right? A big storm. Yeah, hurricane. 150 to one. My God. Uh, or you could take the field, Trayvon, at minus 250. What are you going with? I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Maryland and JFK on that one. Yeah. Ooh. I mean, yeah. it's you if you if you can sing a sexy happy birthday song to someone in front of their wife while you're also sleeping with that person, that's a ballsy move, man. Right. Right. Ballsy move. I see. I'm trying to think. Imagine if like who what it would be the equivalent today. If like Lady Gaga and Joe Biden were getting it on and they're just <laughs> wink wink, she's She's in the Oval Office in front of everybody and singing to him. Like, I don't know what what the what the same. Yeah. Yeah. That's bizarre that they were together wow. at the time. I didn't I didn't know that. I didn't know that they were together. Yeah. What do you think? It's way spicier. Uh, I'm going to Obama buckets. Dude, yeah. He's just the, he's the coolest. And he's just I, I don't even need to explain myself. He's the coolest and he's very good at basketball. I mean, which time? Like, he, he's still doing it. Like, no, I like the most recent <laughs> one. That, what did he do? What didn't he didn't he? He was like he did, walking out of a gym. A, he shot a walk off during the campaign. Like, yeah, walking out of the gym with a jacket on. It was stupid. Didn't wasn't he also like holding a cup of coffee like a minute before? He's like, hold this. Boop, three. Some people okay, think you guys a lot of people think that swung the election. By the way, just that shot. <laughs> that I feel like if I ever made a shot like that, like I would, I would take my shirt off and easy, run around the gym like easy. a crazy person. My God, he was like, all right. Back to the trail I go. See you guys later. He had to the perfect sign off too after he did it where he looks back and goes, that's what I do. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I do. Don't forget it, to yeah. vote. Um, you know what? Politics aside, when George W. Bush came out after 9-11 and, you know, like not a lot of people love, loved him at the time, which was, was going on, but he throws that strike and he talked to Derek Jeter and it was during the World Series. Yankees were playing the Arizona Diamondbacks, no, don't and he refused to he refused to wear the, a bulletproof vest because he thought it would restrict his motion, and he'd throw a, a crappy pitch, which we've seen so many times before. Fifty Cent, Baba Bowie, we've seen bad pitches. <laughs> and this guy went under all this pressure. There were, you know, mild death threats, like, "Hey, you don't want to be out there in front of 60,000 people." But he did it anyway. Derek Jeter hands him the ball and says, "Don't bounce it." And he didn't. He throws a perfect strike right down the middle. And for a minute, we thought everything was going to be okay. And uh, it, it was for for a minute. I think for, for exactly a for a minute. And then, yeah. and then he went back and a lot of people still hated him. But I am going uh, with George W. Bush. What are you going to say, uh, Jim? What are people thinking? 
With 53.2% of the vote, it's George W. Bush's pitch after 9 11. Wow. Yeah. And then Obama playing basketball at 26.8%. And then Marilyn Monroe at 15.9%. And then the paper towel toss by Donald Trump at 4.1%. Wow. Little known fact Jeter and uh, W hooked up that night, and G- Jeter left them wow. with a gift, gift basket the next day. Yeah, that was nice. <laughs> our favorite story. Yeah, you wouldn't think. Um, all right, well, now it's time to get serious. Here we go. Yes, we're going to do it. We are going to play Cammy over under. Jim, hit it. Grab some money from a jar. Get a message from a star. The price is what we really wonder. It's Cammy. All right. All right. Here's what we do, Trayvon. We take three celebrities, three people who are on Cameo. Um, Jim assigns them a price, and the three of us have to guess if that celebrity charges over or under that amount, thus the name Cameo over under. Are you on Cameo? No, I'm not. You're not? Yeah. I uh, I got it. Oh, is that ca- that's them calling. They want you on. You know, they- <laughs> By the way, they, please. Yeah, they they uh they emailed me. I showed Benetta. They they emailed me this week. I just can't do it. I, it just seems. Why don't you do it, Trevor? I don't. I just don't. It just seems shitty. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I know we're trying to get a sponsor them to sponsor this segment. I think that that ship is sailed. Yeah, it was good, right? No, you yeah. don't think that'll do it? No. I don't know. It just doesn't seem for me. All right, uh, Jim, give us the first. Um, celebrity. First up, he plays George Washington in the Broadway smash hit Hamilton. It's Tamar Green. Oh, over under one hundred dollars. Hundred dollars, Trayvon. Someone said that you were a big Hamilton fan. Is yeah, that true? I I, uh, I was a huge Hamilton. I am, I am a huge Hamilton fan. I had a Hamilton podcast. I know right. pretty wow. much all the original cast members. Uh, uh, Is Tamar Green original? No. He's not. Okay. Um, so uh, so he's gonna, the he's played George Washington. Okay, what do you think? Currently Over playing under George Washington right now. He is playing now? Okay. No, I'm asking, is he currently George Washington? Oh, I don't yeah. know. Jim. According to his website, yes. Uh I'm gonna yeah, what's go he gonna say? I'm gonna go under. Under, okay. Uh I'm gonna I'm Rachel. gonna go under too because he said that he wasn't an original and I feel like originals are probably like yeah. the OGs. Like, so, I mean, Lin-Manuel, right. people love Hamilton. So I feel like if he was, if he was an OG, then maybe, but I'm going to go under too. Here's the thing though. They're not in really in production, right? Like they, he probably hasn't performed in many, many months. So yeah. this is, this is all people could get of Hamilton. Shit, I don't know. <laughs> All right, I'll go under. I'm not going to separate myself from the pack here. Jim, give us the bad news. Trayvon, have you seen it uh, live, like in New York, when the original cast was there? Oh, yeah, I saw the original cast five times. Oh, nice. Oh, my God, that's amazing. <laughs> Jim, what do you think? Tamar Green is under. It's $60. Okay. All right, that seems fair. All right, <laughs> 60 bucks. All that's right, good. so we're one for one. And uh, who's up next? Up next is the head coach of the Kansas Jayhawks men's basketball team. It's Bill Self. Mm. Bill Self. Interesting. All right. How much? Over under $175. All right. I wonder if he's doing any this week. He had a uh, 
We would hope not. Unceremonious. Well, they're out of it. They're, they oh, okay, they were right. bounced by USC the other day. Got crushed actually, and now he's charging one hundred and seventy five dollars. Could have bumped that up probably ten or twelve bucks if they got to the third round. But what do you think, Trayvon? Over or under one seventy five? Uh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go under. Okay. All I'm right. going under too. He's a loser. It's out of <laughs> already. <laughs> I feel like like Bayheim and Patino and uh, Tubby's. I think they charge like in the two two fifty or something. All right, I'm going to go under too. I think he's in the 140, 150 range. Jim, Bill Self is over at oh. two hundred dollars. Oh shit! Um, All right. Wow, is it? Oh, is, it is it go down like that in Kansas? <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> You can get at least three Tamar Greens for a Bill Self. That doesn't seem that doesn't seem right. All right, all right, Jim. Uh, we're all tied. Still one nothing, one one. You know her as Meadow Soprano on Sopranos. <gasps> oh. It's Jamie Lynn Siegler. Over under one hundred dollars. Over. Jamie was the first uh, person to host one of our Academy Q and A's for us this season. Is that right? Wow. Yeah, she was very, very lovely and a friend of one of my producers. Um, Nice. uh, I'm gonna go over. I'm going over, easy. Love Meadow, love the Sopranos. I think I wanna go over. She is married to Lenny Dykstra's son. Uh, we're not going <laughs> to hold that against her, but she is married to Lenny Dykstra's son. Uh, Absolutely hold that against her. All right, Jim, I'm going to say over also, but if it's, if it's, we're either way, we're going to have to do a tiebreaker here, right? All right. So just tell us if it's over or under. Jamie Lynn Siegler is over. Okay. Yeah. How, well, don't say how much, right? You don't want to say how much. All right. So I don't know if you have a piece of paper there, Trayvon, or notes or something, but we're going to write down, since this is the last one, this is a tiebreaker. We have to write down how much. How much are, all right. I'm going to go, uh, I'll write it down. All right. And then on three, we'll, uh, we'll show them. All right. Trayvon, how much did she charge you to do the Q and a, it wasn't over a hundred dollars. <laughs> it wasn't. <laughs> All right. You ready? Yep. One, two, three, 150, 250, 175. Okay. Nice little spread there. So I get everything from one to I would pay multiples of this for really? a video. <laughs> All right. Let's see, Jim. Who's the winner? Damien Lynn Siegler is one hundred and fifty dollars. Yes, <laughs> that's that's almost this. That's almost exactly this. Meadow, wow. you can charge way more. <laughs> no, Meadow, you did it just right. Well, you can move it now. I don't care now. That I, want, but, uh, <laughs> I started right, to go one fifty, but I felt like you know that soprano love man might have pushed it up to twenty five. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Right. Exactly. Wow. All right. Well, that was fun. I always like when I win. Um, <laughs> thanks so much, Trayvon, for coming on. What well, it's two distant strangers. When can people see it? Um, there will be an announcement tomorrow morning that will give you all of that information. Cool. Really? All right. What is it? Where's the announcement going to be? Is it on like? It's uh, going to be in all the trades. It's going to be on oh, okay. social media. You'll you'll definitely know tomorrow morning. Excellent. Very oh, excited awesome. for it. We saw it. It's uh, terrific. Yeah, cast, I mean, the three main characters are just unbelievable. Amazing. And, you know, yeah, I don't want really to kiss your ass too much. You know how it is. You're the director. The shots look great. Everything. Congratulations <laughs> and good luck. Thank you, guys. Yes, thanks for coming on. That does it for Laugh Lines. For Rachel Benetta and Trayvon Free, I'm Sal Singh. Remember, it's never funny until someone loses money. See you next week.